It's Pixar week here on Trivia Night. I'm Ross Newton, and I've got $100 if you can answer 15 questions on Pixar. What is happening out there, folks? Welcome back to Trivia Night. I am Ross Newton, and I am happy to be here. We are streaming live from Dayton, Ohio, and it is Trivia Night. It is Pixar Week. It's all happening, folks. I am so glad you're here. Your job is to answer 15 trivia questions as fast as you can to earn more points and to get on the leaderboard. And our job is to award you with prizes if you can make it to the top of that leaderboard. That's the name of the game. That's what we're doing. It's easy to join. As you already know, you just go to crowd.live and type in Thursday, and we're here every single week. You just throw that into a browser. It can be your iPhone, an iPhone, a tablet, a laptop, a desktop. It doesn't matter. It's just that easy. All you have to do is answer correctly, and you go home with cash and prizes. Speaking of prizes, what do we got going on this week for you? Well, it is first place $75 cash, and that is a Venmo transfer that we will do tomorrow. And then second place is $25 cash, and then third place is this really cool crowd per coffee mug that we only have a few of these left. So these are a hot item. We have some more swag on the way that we're going to be dishing out. So we're going to get rid of that inventory and have a few more things coming for you. But folks, this is easy money. Okay. Uh, hashtag easy money. Actually, my, my nickname in junior college was easy money in my dorm room, just so you know. Um, so if you call me that, I will respond to it. Um, you know, it's just that simple, folks. And tonight's Topic is Pixar. It is Pixar week. And we're going to start throwing some really cool topics at you every single week. And, you know, we're going to start off with a few softball questions. You know, if you know Woody and Buzz, you might be able to hang a little bit. But our trivia players are legit. They are ready to pounce and get that money. So we are going to throw some deeper cuts at you. And some of those questions might cut a little deep. So you better be really savvy on your Pixar knowledge to hang here. So that is the name of the game. The people are pouring in. Let me just hang out for a few more seconds before we start this game. And just to remember that the live trivia game that you're watching tonight is built and made with crowdper.com. If you want to add a fun, interactive trivia element with live questions and real-time rankings and video streaming for a virtual event or a live hosted event, check out crowdper.com after the show. It's simple and free to make a free basic account and you can create a game for up to 20 participants for free. So if you like what you're seeing, check out crowdper.com after the show. All right. It is almost time to play. Let's get our trivia fingers limber and let's just go over the rules one more time here. It's 15 questions. You've got 20 seconds to answer each question. The faster you answer correctly, the more points you get. And you're trying to earn points to get on the leaderboard. Watch out because some of the questions are text answer questions where you have to type it in. I'll give you a heads up before that. Every few questions, we'll take a break and check out the rankings. And our last question is going to be a points wager question. This is where all the points you've earned thus far, you can gamble those. And you can put them all on the line, half, zero, it's up to you. You'll be able to type it in. And then we'll, we'll deliver that last question for you. And if you, if you want to go for broke and try to make it to the top of the rankings, then wager all your points. And if you want to play conservative, if you're already at the top, maybe you hang back a little bit. But that's how that's going to work. So with that said, are we ready to play? It is Pixar week on Trivia Night. I'm so glad you're with us tonight. Here we go. And here we go, folks. Question one. In what small Mexican village does Miguel and the Rivera family live in 2017's Coco? 
Is it A, Santa Sonora, B, Santa Rosa, C, Santa Maria, or D, Santa Cecilia? Get your answers in, folks. This is how it works. You got 20 seconds to get that answer in. All right, you guys thought it was Santa Cecilia. The correct answer is Santa Cecilia. Nice job. In 2017's Coco, Santa Cecilia is a lively village town where Miguel was born in the home of the Rivera family shoemakers. The production team based, based it on the many small villages of Mexico. So here we go, question two. What word is written on the bottom of Forky's feet in 2016 Toy Story 4? Is it Andy, Bonnie, Trash, or Woody? We've got A, Andy, B, Bonnie, C, Trash, or D, Woody. Get those answers in, get those answers in. Looks like you guys might have known this one. You said it was Bonnie, and the correct answer is C, Bonnie. Nice job. In keeping with the Toy Story tradition, the owner of each toy writes their name on the bottom of the toy. Since Bonnie creates Forky in 2016's Toy Story 4, she writes her name on his feet, and that is the way it worked. We tried to trick you with Andy there. Looks like we got a couple of you there, but... You guys are pretty savvy so far, but these are we're, we're, we're just warming up here. So good job if you got a few right so far. Let's go a little deeper. In 2020's Onward, what part of Ian's father's body is missing throughout the story due to, it, Ian, due to Ian botching a revival spell? Is it A, his feet, B, his entire lower body, C, his entire upper body, or D, everything but his head? He cast that spell to revive his father and didn't quite go as planned. Maybe some of you have seen it. Get those answers in. You guys thought it was C, his entire upper body, and you were correct. It is his entire upper body that is missing throughout the movie. He receives a gift from his father, Wilden, who died shortly before Ian was born, and a letter describing a spell that could resurrect him. Ian succeeds in casting the spell, but is interrupted by his brother, Barley, and is unable to finish it, causing Wilden's entire upper body to remain missing throughout the entire story. Good job, folks. All right, question four. Which of the following is not one of the five basic human emotions characterized in 2015's Inside Out? Is it A, sadness, B, disgust, C, anger, or D, happiness? A, sadness, B, disgust, C, anger, or D, happiness? Get those answers in, get them in. All right, you guys thought it was B, disgust, 63% of you, but the correct answer was actually happiness and i believe that is a brutal question folks because the majority of you got it wrong a little bit of a trick question the five human emotions in 2015's inside out are joy sadness fear disgust and anger happiness is not one of them so yeah we got a little bit technical but hey it's question four now we're getting serious we're not messing around okay so you gotta be stay on your toes and here we go, question five. Last question before we get to the rankings for the first third of the game. What California University features classroom A113 included as an Easter egg in every Pixar film? Is it Art Center College of Design, B, Stanford University, C, UCLA, or D, California Institute of the Arts? A, Art Center College of Design, B, Stanford University, C, UCLA, or D, California Institute of the Arts? Remember, the faster you answer, the more points you get. We do that so you can't go out and Google and you can't cheat. So we reward you for knowing the answer actually without having to search for it. So you guys thought it was D, California Institute of the Arts, and you guys were correct. 
A113 is the classroom number for animation students at the California Institute of the Arts. Many of Pixar's earliest staff members met while attending the school and have included the A113 Easter egg in every Pixar film to date. So, all right, good job so far. That was the first five questions and everybody take a breather, everybody relax. Oh, I need to relax a little bit. And let's go to the rankings and see how things are shaping up so far. All right, it looks like number one, carte blanche with 334 points to Urban Sombrero, always a very dangerous competitor. That person is always up on the top of the leaderboard with three, Sab 6888. It is very tight. The top three scores are 334, 332, and 320. It is neck and neck, folks. Do not fret if you're not on that leaderboard. We have got a long way to go. We've got 10 more questions. A lot of fun is still to be had, so do not get upset. Do not get mad if you are not in that leaderboard. We are gonna keep playing. Okay, next question is a text answer question. So get your typing fingers ready. You're going to type in the question on your, type in the answer on your phone. It is not a multiple choice. So here we go. Second, third, second act of the game on Crowd Per Trivia Night, question six. In the Cars franchise of Pixar films, what is the name of this character, owner of the V8 Cafe? If you've ever been to California Adventure in California, um, Disney's California Adventure, um, you may know this one. You may have gotten a hamburger at one of her at her stand there. Um, looks like we've got a lot of answers coming in. We've got, takes me a second to get through the text answers to make sure nobody did a misspelling or anything. All right, let's see what everybody thought. You guys thought it was Flo, Babs, Caddy, Blanche, Barb, hmm, Chuck, Lucy and Sheila, Cindy and Bonnie. Everybody, most of the people thought it was Flo and that is the correct answer, Flo. That is a fun text answer question there. Flo is a, is a character that debuted in 2016's Cars, first appearing when Lightning McQueen comes speeding through Radiator Springs. She serves as the proprietor of Flo's VA Cafe and she is Ramon's wife as well as a former showgirl. Awesome, okay, question seven, back to multiple choice. What classic Hollywood costume designer inspired the look of the incredible super suit fashionista Edna Mode? Is it Edith Head, Irene Sharoff, Deborah Nolman, or Irene Lentz? Getting a little tougher. We're kind of starting to get outside. You know, we're still in the Pixar wheelhouse, but we are starting to spread our wings a little bit with some of these questions. So now we're getting into some of the more serious trivia people who know some just general knowledge. So you guys thought it was Edith Head. We were unable to stump you on that one. You guys got it right. The correct answer is Edith Head. The Incredibles director Brad Bird based the look of super suit designer Edna Mode on legendary Hollywood costume designer Edith Head. Head won a record eight Academy Awards for best costume design during her career. All right, moving on, question eight. What beloved British star of stage and screen voices antagonistic restaurant critic Anton Ego and Ratatouille? Is it A, Anthony Hopkins, B, Alec Guinness, C, Richard Harris, or D, Peter O'Toole? A, Anthony Hopkins, B, Alec Guinness, C, Richard Harris, or D, Peter O'Toole? This is a tricky one. I wouldn't have known this one. Our trivia team is on it on this. A little bit mixed up here. We've got a few people that thought it was C, a few people that thought it was D, and the correct answer is D, Peter O'Toole. Nice job, you guys. Multiple Academy Award nominee Peter O'Toole brought his austere gravitas to restaurant critic Anton Ego in Pixar's culinary sensation, Ratatouille. All right, question nine. Let's keep it moving, keep it going. As of 2022, what is the highest grossing Pixar film in worldwide box office? Is it A, Incredibles 2, B, Toy Story 4, C, Toy Story 3, or D, Finding Dory? 
A, Incredibles 2, B, Toy Story 4, C, Toy Story 3, or D, Finding Dory? Answers are all over the place on this one. We got a very mixed bag here. Let's see what it is. Correct answer is A, Incredibles 2. Pixar claims four of the top 10 highest grossing animated films of all time, with 2018's Incredibles 2 being their most successful. The film brought in more than $1.2 billion worldwide. All right, last question before we go to the rankings again. Here we go, it is Q10 on Trivia Night, Pixar Week. What pizza topping leads anger to blame San Francisco for ruining pizza in 2015's Inside Out? Is it A, green beans, B, anchovies, C, kale, or D, broccoli? We are going back to the Inside Out well. We had another question from that earlier. Is it A, green beans, B, anchovies, C, kale, or D, broccoli? You guys were a little bit mixed between A and D, and the correct answer was D, broccoli. Uh, here's a little fun fact for you. Pixar repl replaced broccoli with green bell peppers for the Japanese release of Inside Out because that vegetable is more disliked than broccoli in Japan. Interesting note there. Okay, all right, folks, good job so far. We are at the end of the second act of the game, and we are going to head in and check out the rankings again. Let's see if it's mixed up, if it's the same. Who knows? Let's check it out right now. All right, we've got the one who knocks back up in first place. 682 points, carte blanche dropped the spot in 670 points, and Blah is in third place at 633 points. It is still a tight game. There is still five questions left, including that points wager question on question 15. Don't forget about that. That's a game changer. That'll zero people out. That'll shoot you to the moon. It all depends on, on that question. Everybody take a deep breath. It is time to get into the third act. But before that, let me remind you one more time, if you like what you're seeing tonight, you can create your own live streaming trivia show just like this with crowdpro.com. You can add, you can choose any trivia game from our database of 1,000 trivia games that have fun gifts, animations, question notes like I'm reading right now, or write your own content and add your own gifts and images. Super cool. And you can share that link with your friends, coworkers, or family, run a live trivia game, do live leaderboards just like this over Zoom, right in CrowdPer at a live event, it doesn't matter. Sign up now and create a free basic account where you can create an event for up to 20 participants right now. No need for a sales call, no need for a demo, the app's ready to go right now. If you like what you see after the game, check out crowdper.com. All right, it is time to get into the last act here. Here we go, we're turning up the heat a little bit here. It's been a, lot, a couple of softballs, a couple of hard ones. The last five are a little bit more difficult. So here we go. It is time for question 11. What is the only Pixar film that is not completely computer animated? Is it A, Cars, B, Wall-E, C, The Good Dinosaur, or D, Finding Dory? Wait a second, I thought they were all computer animated. No, one of them, only one, has some, some content in it that is not computer animated. What do we think? What do we think? All right. You guys thought it was a cross between Wally -E and the good dinosaur. And the correct answer is Wally. -E. Nice job, everybody. So it turns out in 2018's Wally, -E, it features several segments with live action characters, including footage from the musical Hello Dolly and a press conference sequence featuring comedian Fred Willard. It is the only Pixar film that is not fully computer animated. That is your fun fact of the day. If you want to post that on your Instagram or on your stories, you have my permission to do that. That is a neat fun fact. Okay, question 12. 
What was the first Pixar film to receive a PG rating from the Motion Picture Association of America? Was it A, Up, B, Ratatouille, C, The Incredibles, or D, Finding Nemo? So the deal with this is that all of their movies were G-rated for a long time until this one came along. And it was the first one to get ticked up a little bit to PG. Uh, and I'm not totally sure why that was, but you guys are looking at it, you're thinking about it, you're split up between The Incredibles and Finding Nemo. Man, I wish I could get another brutal question on you, but not on this one. The correct answer was C, The Incredibles. Some of you out there know your stuff with Pixar. I am impressed. Okay, question 13. What rock and roll bassist slapped his voice into Toy Story 4 as the commercial announcer for Daredevil action figure Duke Kaboom? Is it A, Les Claypool, B, Flea, C, Duff McKagan, or D, Sting? Which rock and roll bassist used his voice for the announcer of Duke Kaboom? Not for Duke Kaboom himself. That's, that was somebody else. And we are going to get to that. You guys thought it was B. Flea. And it turns out that you are correct. The majority is right. It was Flea. The Duke Kaboom commercial announcer in Toy Story 4 is played by Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist Flea. Duke Kaboom is voiced by film actor Keanu Reeves which is an interesting fun fact. So a lot of celebrity voices there for Duke Kaboom. All right, question 14. What tartan pattern created exclusively for Brave is officially registered with the Scottish Register of Tartans? Is it A, Doonbrock, B, Macintosh, C, Magoofin, or D, Dingwall? I don't know why I'm pronouncing the D like Dune, it just, or the U like an O. It just seems fitting. And those answers were Doonbrock, Macintosh, Magoofin, or Dingwall? Magoofin. Okay, the correct, you guys thought it was A, Doombrock, and that is correct. The, fan, the clan was Doombrock. You are right. The tartan pattern for Clan Doombrock is the second tartan pattern registered by the Walt Disney Company. They registered a pattern for Clan McDuck in 1942. All right, folks. Let's take a second and remind you that the final question is going to be a points wager question. Here's the name of the game. Right when I kick this question off, you're gonna have 20 seconds to wager the points that you've earned so far. It's gonna to default to half your points. You can press the zero button to zero it out if you don't wanna wager anything. You can go full blast and shove all in if you want to and go wild, or you can leave it on half or you can type in whatever number you want. That's how it's gonna work. Get it right, you get all those points. Get it wrong, you lose all the points you wager. So maybe you kinda of hedge your bet a little bit and put in like a fraction there. We're gonna give you a hint on this question and the hint is the Simpsons and you're gonna see that on your phone here. So. Here we go, it is time for points wager. Final question, Pixar week on Trivia Night, here we go. Category is Simpsons. The Simpsons, get your wager in, you've got 20 seconds. What are you gonna do? I, I, I tend to err on the side of uh, going all in, you know, I'm, I'm you know, all or nothing. So get those wagers in. When the timer ticks down, we're gonna kick off the question. What well-known one-off character from The Simpsons is voiced by Finding Nemo and Finding Dory star Albert Brooks? Simpsons fans, you might know this one. Is it A, Hollis Herbert, B, Chester J. Lampwick, C, Brad Goodman, or D, Mr. Bergstrom? A, B, C, or D. Yeah, I don't know this. I didn't know this one either. Um, I am not super well-versed in The Simpsons. So hopefully your wagers weren't too crazy. You guys thought it was majority of you thought it was Brad Goodman. The correct answer is C, Brad Goodman. Nice job. I was hoping I'd get another brutal question there, but no. 
It turns out that Albert Brooks, the voice of Marlin in Pixar's Finding Nemo and Finding Dory, has voiced several characters on The Simpsons, most notably international terrorist Hank Scorpio and self-help guru Brad Goodman. For those of you who knew that, I am super impressed. Nice job. All right, folks, it's been a crazy game. A lot of wild stuff has happened here tonight, but the fun has to end at some point. We can't go on forever. We only have 15 questions. We will be here next week. Let's get into the final rankings and award those prizes. It's what you've been waiting for. Here we go. So it looks like we've got carte blanche in first place. The one who knocks, she edged out. He or she edged out the one who knocks by four points. And then a little bit further down was Urban Sombrero. And these are regular players who are always at the top of the leaderboard. Great job, you guys. Congratulations. If you didn't get on the leaderboard tonight, don't fret. We are here every single week with a brand new topic of trivia games. Come on back and visit us. We are going to start mixing it up. We did 7525 Coffee Mug tonight. Next week, we're going to do Winner Take All. The week after that, we are going up to $500. Spread the word. Do us a favor and tell a friend. Share this on social media. Follow us on Instagram. We put all of our games, all of our updates, app updates. We had some new features drop this week. Take a screenshot of the game. Put it as your story. Share the URL via email with your coworkers or friends. You spread the word. We will keep spreading the vibe, and we will keep raising that prize limit. If you want to hear a replay of this and brush up on your trivia, you can check out the replay on our podcast at anchor.fm slash crowdper or wherever you download podcasts. And if you're listening on the podcast, what are you waiting on? Join in live. We're here every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific at crowd.live slash Thursday. We are here. One last time, check out crowdper.com if you want to do your own event just like this. It's super fun. We have a ton of resources for it to get you up and running quickly. Thank you so much for being here. It has been a pleasure to fill in. Philip will be back next week and have a great evening. We will see you at the same time, same place next week on Trivia Night. 